if you're feeling really comfortable and settled into your business and like things are just rocking and rolling, then it's probably time for you to level up and to do something scary and to embrace the next phase of your business. Welcome to Begin As You Mean To Go On. If you're a woman of color with a mission-driven service-based business and you want to increase your income and your impact without burning out in the process, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Karanda Adair, recovering WordPress developer, content marketing coach, and CEO of Carvel Digital. I've survived being a black woman in the tech industry, getting fired for culture fit, and gone on to build a thriving business. I want to show you how to work hard once to create systems in your business that continue to work for you as you grow so that you can not just survive, but thrive and live your best life. Let's get it going. Hey friends, welcome back to Begin As You Mean To Go On. I'm Karanda Dare, CEO of Carvel Digital, and I'm super excited as always to be back with you today. And today we're going to talk about what comes after the mastermind. And I'm going to talk more about what I mean by that in a second. But first, before we get too deep into it, if this is your first time here, please go ahead and listen to this entire episode. And I want to make sure before you subscribe, before you commit, that you're getting value. So listen to the entire episode. And at the end, I'll issue you an invitation to connect with us more fully, go deeper, follow us every week, all those good things. Okay, so I want to talk about life after the mastermind because... I think there's a percentage of the population of CEOs out there who maybe are course junkies or program junkies. So if that's you, like this episode is especially for you. And I know it can be addictive and somewhat comforting to just kind of keep signing up for programs where you're held in this container and you don't really have to kind of step out on your own. And I'm a big fan of coaching. Like... I definitely believe that you should always have somebody coaching you who is further along than you, somebody who can show you how to avoid some of the road bumps. But I also think that we can get really comfortable just sort of succumbing to the marketing that's coming to our inbox or coming to us on Facebook and just jumping into the next thing and the next thing without really being mindful and thinking about, is that next thing actually the right thing for you? So I want to talk a little bit about that and how to know what is the next right step, right? And these are just my musings from my own experience and from watching clients and friends. So I hope you find this useful. So the first thing I want to say is there are so many programs out there and so many coaches who are really focused on the sales and marketing area of business. And that makes sense, right? Because that's the first thing you really have to get right in order to even have a business, right? If you can't, if you can't get your marketing out there, and you can't sell to get new clients, then you don't have a business. So that definitely is the first thing that you have to nail. And so there's a lot of programs that are focused around that. But there's more to a business than just sales and marketing. And one of the definitions, one of the frameworks that I learned was from Todd Herman, who talked about five pillars of business. So those are things like marketing, sales and product. That's one pillar, right? Out of five then you have actually delivering your service, right? How do you distribute and deliver what people actually paid you for? Then there's operations and technology, right? So getting systemized about the way you deliver things and the way you market things and having technology to support those efforts. And then there's the whole finance side of business, right? Keeping track of your money, making sure that your offers are profitable, making sure that you're building in a sustainable way, that you're not undercharging. Like there's all kinds of things that go into the finance area of business. And then there's leadership and people, right? If you're really going to grow a business, which 
just to go back, I define a business as a collection of systems that produces revenue and profit, right? So if you're going to build a business, you're going to need more than just you. You're going to need a team of people and you're going to have to lead those people, which means you're going to have to grow into being able to lead a team, even if it's a small team. So there's all those areas of business. And if you get stuck just going into one marketing program or taking that Facebook ads course or whatever's the next thing, you're going to get stuck there and you're not going to be able to grow into the next level. So I want to talk about that and like, how do you decide when it's time for you to focus on something new? So my business does actually focus on the marketing and sales. And one of the things that I had to do is recognize that when I created Content Bootcamp, right, because I recognize people really don't know how to market online. So I created Content Bootcamp. And the purpose of that is to really help people dial in those foundations, right? Their offer, their audience and their messaging, and actually start creating content that they can use to start systemizing their marketing. And so what happened from that is that people started creating content. Maybe they were putting it out on social media and it was very sort of ad hoc and very organic. And then they realized, oh, okay, I need to systemize this. And they didn't have the tools to do it. So that next thing that they needed to focus on was, okay, we now know what's working, but how do we actually systemize this? How do we actually get the technology and the systems to support that? And so because that's still in my wheelhouse, that's why we created InSource. And that is the arm of our business that actually helps people by auditing their business and seeing where do they need to level up and then actually creating those systems for people, right? So you can come to us if you're struggling with your marketing and struggling with how to market and we can help you dial that in and really get that going. And we can also help you build the technology and the systems that are going to automate some of that marketing so that you can then focus on that next area of business. So those are all the things that fall into our lane, right? But then there's all these other things, like once you actually have your marketing systems dialed, and I talked last week about follow-up and the importance of follow-up and how to systemize following up with the lead so that everyone who comes into your business you know they're going to get the right sequence of content for them to move them closer to actually buying, right? Once you actually have that in place, then you need to start focusing on those other areas of business. Most business owners are trying to do content marketing and failing miserably, or they're just not doing it at all. That means all your strategies for getting clients rely on you showing up every day, feeding the social media machine, manually following up with leads, asking for referrals. It's haphazard, and it means you can never really tell where your next client is coming from. That's why I created the Pot of Gold Content Marketing Database. Once I got strategic with my content and put it all in one place so that I could see it, organize it, and put my hands on anything I needed within seconds, it completely changed the game and allowed me to scale my business from just me to a team of six people in just seven months. The Pot of Gold is a simple system, but some people have had trouble getting started because they weren't sure how to go from content to clients. I put together the Content to Clients workshop, and over the course of three days, I personally guided a select group through setting up the Pot of Gold, brainstorming ideas, organizing existing content, and then getting crystal clear on exactly what content to create to turn their followers into buyers. Each day was filled with breakthrough moments as participants found the missing links in their content marketing. 
In this workshop, I cover the four things you need to know and the six things you need to do to get your content marketing working. Content to Clients includes access to the Pot of Gold Content Database 2.0 when you sign up with a brand new walkthrough. And you get step-by-step lessons on brainstorming your ideas, adding existing content, and how to prioritize what to create first. If you're ready to get your content sorted and working for you 24-7, go to carveldigital.com clients to grab the workshop recordings and get notified of our next live workshop. One of the signs that you've maxed out on this whole jumping from mastermind to mastermind, and this happened to me, is at some point I would join the new thing thinking, okay, this is the thing that's going to help me jumpstart my business. You know, this is the thing that's going to finally get me to the phase where I feel like I've made it. And I started to hear the same things over and over again. And the reason for that is because what we're teaching about, you know, if you're getting good information, right, what you're learning about product market fit and marketing and sales, there's foundational concepts that really don't change. So you might learn it better from one person than another, but those core foundational things really don't change. And really the thing that actually worked is that I was consistent for enough time that the things that I was doing started to work. That's really what it is. And sometimes, you know, if you need that coaching, if you need that mastermind, if you need that community to help you keep going in being consistent, then that's fine for you to rely on those things. But then there comes a time where I started to hear the same things and I started to realize, you know what? I got this, right? I know these things. I just need to keep executing, right? And I realized, oh, I have to get a team in order to keep executing because I was just one person and it was too much for one person. So recognizing when it's like you're doing the right things and you just need to keep executing and maybe you need to then put that execution on autopilot either by systemizing, by building a team, by automating some of the things and then move on to the next thing. So the next thing for you really depends on your goals and your business and where you're at, maybe you need to connect with someone like Veronica Yance, who I had on the podcast, who's an operations specialist so that you can get your operations in order. Maybe you need to connect with someone like Megan Hale, who's a profit first professional who can help you get your finances in order and really create stackable offers that can build your profit in your business. But you have to be mindful. And that's really the number one thing is I know that you're subscribed to all these email marketing and you're subjected to all this advertising. And in this episode, if you take nothing away, I really want to encourage you to be mindful about what you're taking in and whether you actually need it. And so getting someone to run those decisions by before you just jump into the next thing is a really good thing to do. The other thing, the other sign that maybe it's time for you to sort of move on and jump to the next level is if you're feeling really comfortable. If you're feeling really comfortable and settled into your business and like things are just rocking and rolling, then it's probably time for you to level up and to do something scary and to embrace the next phase of your business. So that might be accepting that it's time for you to grow a team. Even if you've never hired before, like this was definitely not one of my areas of expertise. That's why I brought in Kimon, who has also been a guest on the podcast, to help me with the hiring process so that I could get a team that was really the right people for the job, right? So maybe that's where you need to focus on getting help in the next few months, in the next 90 days in your business. Maybe you know everything that you need to do, but you're not executing. And there's a couple of reasons why you might not be executing. It might be because 
you're at a point in your business where you actually aren't capable of handling more business, right? And especially as service-based business owners, it's easy for us to max out and get to a place where like, okay, yeah, my marketing is working, but if it works any better, like I'm not sure how I'm going to handle that business. So that's one reason why you might not be executing, why you might be holding yourself back from really going for it when it comes to getting more clients. If that's the case, you have to decide where do you want to go next? What's the next thing you're going to do? Are you going to just decide, hey, I'm at a good revenue level and I have everything I want in my business and I just want to maintain? Or are you going to figure out how you're going to grow, but without burning yourself out? Maybe that's creating a product. Maybe that's growing your team so you can serve more people. For whatever reason, if you're stuck and you feel like you don't want to expand, then look at why that is and then make an intentional and informed decision about whether you want to stay where you are. Because if you're comfortable in business, chances are something is going to come up that's going to make you uncomfortable. And if you are proactive about figuring out what you want that next level to be, you can avoid being taken by surprise. Like the pandemic is a prime example of something that none of us had control over. And some people were more ready than others based on the things that they had been doing to prepare for the next level. A good example of that is if you have a brick and mortar business, when the pandemic hit, a lot of people were scrambling to figure out how their business was going to survive in a situation where we really just had digital means for the most part to interact with people. So I have clients who came to me before the pandemic hit and were already on the way to giving themselves the option of being more digital in their business. And that's a way that you can be flexible and that you can be more prepared for the things that are going to come up because it's always going to be something, right? So I encourage you, if you're at a comfortable place in your business, to think about, okay, what are the things that could come in and rock the foundation of the business and at least be preparing for those? You don't have to have a goal to make a million dollars, right? Not everybody wants that. But if you're getting comfortable, that means you're probably making yourself vulnerable to something that's going to hit you that's out of your control. And you want to at least think about how do I make my business resilient to those things that might come through in the future to throw you off balance. So if you're not executing, it could be because you're not sure how to actually handle more business. It could be because the things that you need to execute on just aren't the things that are in your zone of genius. They're not things that you like to do. For instance, I have a lot of introverts who come through my program and they know they need to do sales, they need to do marketing, they need to create content, and it's just not something they enjoy. And if you really enjoy like doing the thing that is whatever you're good at and you don't enjoy the marketing and sales, then hire someone else to do those things. I say this all the time. The beauty of being a CEO is that you get to decide what you want your role in the business to be. So if you like the leadership aspects of the business, if you like marketing, if you like sales, you can create a business that supports you to do those things. And if you really like doing the thing that you're good at, designing or developing or creating, whatever it is, then you can also build a business to support those things. I think some people get stuck feeling like, well, I'm the face of the business and I'm the CEO, so I have to do the sales and I have to do the marketing. And I'm here to tell you, that is not the case. You can do anything that you want in your business. I'm giving you permission right now, right, to decide what it is that lights you up that is easy, right? What feels easy and fun for you to do and to outsource everything else, right? And you get to figure out how to grow the business that can support you to do that. So if you know, I really need a sales and marketing role, 
you get to figure out what does your business need to create in order to support that role? And what does that person need to come in and do in order to make that viable for your business? And I think we often forget that like we get to actually make the rules, right? We get to actually make the rules of the business. We get to do whatever we want, whatever lights us up in the business. And maybe not tomorrow, right? Maybe you're not in a position to say, well, I'm just going to stop selling, right? Because somebody has to do it. But maybe you have permission now to say, oh, you know what? This doesn't have to be me long-term. And for me, I like a lot of the aspects of content creation, but I really hated Instagram. So my really big dream last year was as soon as I could afford to, I'm going to hire somebody to take over distributing this content so that I don't have to worry about coming up with hashtags on Instagram, making paragraphs, whatever it is. So you probably have something like that, that you're like, if I could just get rid of these things and I could just focus on what I really enjoy doing, then that would make your business so much more enjoyable, so much more fulfilling, so much more profitable, right? So I'm giving you permission to go do that right now. And I've had so many amazing experts on the podcast over the course of the last year that if you're a tech nerd like me and you're an automation specialist, maybe you need Chris Davis to help you level up your game and help you figure out how to run your automation service provider business. If you are struggling with operations, maybe you need Veronica, right? Maybe you need to contact Veronica Beyonds and get your operations assessed and figure out what do you need to do with your back end? She'll help you out with that. If you're having trouble with finance or coming up with offers, maybe you need to reach out to Megan. I've had so many amazing guests on here that can help you in many different phases of business. And if you're trying to grow a team and you're trying to level up your leadership skills, maybe you need to reach out to Trudy Lebrun and learn more about how to build a team and how to build an anti-racist business. So, so many resources for you just here on the podcast. And this morning, someone said to me that, you know how people say there's an app for that. Someone said, your podcast is like that. There's an episode for that. So there are so many great episodes for you to go back and review to see if some of the folks that we've had on our podcast are people that you might like to work with. The last thing I'll leave you with is a lot of programs that are focused on this sales and marketing piece. They're teaching you how to do things, right? They're teaching you how to express yourself online. That's one of the things that we do inside of Content Bootcamp. They're teaching you confidence, right? The confidence in your offer so that you can charge appropriately so that your business can be sustainable. And at a certain point, there's only so much advice that's going to help you. And you just have to stop focusing on the coaching as much and start focusing on actually getting help, right? Maybe you don't need another coaching program. Maybe what you need is to go hire that salesperson, right? Hire that marketing assistant, whatever it is. And so you shift your investments from more growing your skills and mentoring to let's redirect some of that revenue to actually getting some of this stuff done, right? So that's what I have for you today. I just wanted to bring this to top of mind because there's this thing that happens where people who are really in the beginning stage of as a of business are afraid to invest, right? So they struggle and they struggle and they struggle. And then they finally get over that hump and they invest in getting that mentorship and getting that coaching. And then that is so amazing that they get stuck there, right? Like, oh, this is great. I have support. I have community. I'm just going to keep investing in this over and over and over again. And you need to not get stuck at one level or stuck on one particular phase of business and keep challenging yourself to level up and grow all the areas of your business so that your entire business, all the pillars of your business can be healthy. All right, so that's what I have for you today. I hope you found that valuable. If you did, now's the time when I'm gonna invite you to subscribe to the podcast, to follow us, 
to go to carveldigital.com slash VIP and become one of our podcast VIP crew, which means you'll get access to behind the scenes stuff and private podcasts that we don't share with the public. And the other question is, who needs to hear this? You probably are thinking of someone who just joins program after program after program and always seems to kind of stay stuck at the same level of business. Go ahead and share this episode with them. They will probably thank you for it. All right. And I thank you so much for listening. I've been getting a lot of compliments from you all lately about my voice. A lot of you like the sound of my voice. So I'm happy about that. Thanks for the compliment. And I'll be back next week. I misquoted myself calling last week the penultimate episode because we actually do have one more episode in this season before we take a little break. So I will see you next week. And until then, don't forget to begin as you mean to go on. If you haven't checked out the pot of gold yet, what are you waiting for? The pot of gold is a database and a system for you to organize your content and start treating it like the asset that it is. If you want to avoid burnout, if you want to ever get out of the weeds of your business, if you want to stop spending your whole life on social media, if you want to outsource your content marketing to someone else while still maintaining your voice and your brand, this is the tool for you to do it. And it costs less than a fancy lunch. So go to carveldigital.com slash gold and check it out right now.